We're talking to Tori Howes, who is professor of management at OSU Cascades here at FM News 100.1, 1110 KBND. Tori, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for being here with us today. Really appreciate it. You are going to be the speaker at uh, an OSU Science Pub Tuesday. That'll be next Tuesday, the 17th. And this is a, a regular feature, I believe, of the university at Worthy Brewing. But your topic is fascinating. Why narcissists are never wrong. First of all, tell me a little bit about you, your background, and your field. Yeah, so uh, I've been at OSU since I think 2017, if I do the math right. Prior to that, I was at a couple different universities. Um, I graduated from Texas A&M University with an industrial and organizational psychology degree, and I've been doing research on everything from decision-making in the workplace to work-family issues to the employment interview. So kind of a jack-of-all-trades within the research area. So what got you started on this topic, and what did you find when you focused in on narcissism in the workplace? Yeah, so I, I think that narcissism is one of those fascinating areas. We hear a lot about it. Uh, you hear about politicians and business leaders and all sorts of individuals. In fact, we like to say that we all know a narcissist and how horrible it is to work with or for or just be in communication with somebody who is one. And so I was working with some colleagues in Chile, and we were looking at decision-making flaws, and narcissism just sort of came to light because of so many things happening within politics and within business. And we thought, okay, what's going on here? Why are these individuals making these flawed decisions? And that led us down a series of, I think I'll be talking about seven different studies that culminated in two uh, high-quality research papers. So pretty pretty fun stuff. And this, unfortunately, is sold out. So what you're getting today is, is a taste of what you're going to miss if you don't already have your tickets. <laughs> um, how do narcissists end up rising to the top sometimes? So one of their characteristics is that they tend to be really self-absorbed and they tend to be overconfident and they have these inflated views of themselves. But as you can imagine, if you don't know somebody and they come across as confident, it doesn't necessarily read arrogance right away. It reads confidence. And when we're in an interview setting, we like confidence. We like individuals who are self-assured. We want individuals to be in charge who know what they're doing and know how to lead people. And that's what narcissists convey. And so they rise pretty pretty quickly within the ranks of organizations, within politics, within different situations. And all of a sudden, you have a narcissist in charge. And so somebody who isn't thinking about those below them and who's stepping on others to get ahead. And that leads to problems. All right. So what what's life like then for those who are underneath a narcissist and how do you deal with it? <laughs> uh, life is probably not too too good unless you are enamored of them. So narcissists like to have their ego stroked, and individuals who are willing to stroke those egos are probably going to do well. They'll be part of that narcissist inner circle. It's when you start to question the narcissist or start to push back or start to point out flaws that you're going to run into trouble. And, of course, if somebody's in a position of power and you're on their radar as somebody they're against, you're in, in, in risk of having your job lost or um, having people look down on you because of things that are being said about you. So it can be a really scary situation if you're not willing to be that ego stroker, if you will. Yeah, I mean, the the people who are underneath the narcissist, they see the bad side. The guy who hired him says, oh, no, I love this guy. He's great. Very, very much. 
Uh, although they're also the ones who want to take the credit. So even the one who hires them might go, oh, wait, this might have been a bad idea. But oftentimes it's too late. And as we all know, uh, it can be really difficult to get rid of bad apples once we're in and once they're enmeshed in an organization and with clients and, and so forth. So what can uh, somebody who's doing interviews, an owner, I mean, we've got a lot of small businesses here, right? They don't have big HR departments to filter these things out. So what's your advice for for those who are doing hiring? Uh, One of the things that I like to say is when you ask an interview question and you're you're asking something about, you know, tell tell me about things that you've done in the past and projects you've had and, and successes that you've had. Are they using I one too many times and not recognizing the we? Or when you ask about things that might have gone wrong, are they really quick to blame somebody else or blame circumstances as opposed to taking ownership of those faults? Because the title of the talk for the Science Pub is, is you know, Why Are Narcissists Never Wrong? But that's facetious, and I'm hoping that people see that, that narcissists are wrong. They just don't see themselves as wrong, and they get really upset when other people want to point out flaws because they don't think that they've done anything wrong. They don't care about fixing anything because what needs to be fixed. And, 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 and so that's kind of the idea is if you're giving an interview, are they discounting problems? Are they saying nothing was ever their fault? They were always in these situations, and nothing was ever because of them. It's the emperor's new clothes. Right. So it's just it's a fascinating study, and when, when we're talking about the workplace, how, uh, can it be changed? So that is one of the fascinating questions that still remains. The, the studies that I'll be talking about, we looked at things including advice-taking and, and looked at hindsight bias, you know, that, that I knew it all along phenomenon. And with advice, individuals who are high on narcissism are less likely to take advice. So we wanted to know why, because if we know why, maybe we can make that stop and we can get them to heed the advice of counsel and listen to those people who are in the right position to give advice. And we, we have some ideas of how we can get individuals to start to take advice, but it's, it's going to be what you probably would expect. It needs to be, they need to think it was their idea so that they can take credit, or you need to be willing to give them the credit. So uh, you might be the one who had the great advice, but if you need to have ownership of that idea, you're out of luck with the narcissist. It sounds like a narcissism can drift ever so close to sociopath. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it could drift ever so close. And and actually, I'm really glad that you said that because I want to make it clear that when I'm talking about narcissism and my colleagues with our research – we're looking at narcissism as a personality trait, not as a clinical diagnosis. And this means that it's something that everybody in the regular population can be on some spectrum of narcissism. And those who have higher levels of this trait would be those we consider narcissists. But it's not clinical. It's not a diagnosis. Is it possible for us to recognize traits of narcissism in our own personality? Absolutely. Uh, and and it, was, it, was rec- it was suggested at one point by a scholar that all you really had to do to find out if somebody was narcissist, narcissistic was ask them if they were a narcissist. <laughs> because individuals who are narcissists, they believe they truly are better than other people, and the world should revolve around them, and, and, and. And it's sort of that idea of, you know, I'm, I'm not paranoid if people are really following me. I'm probably messing up that expression. But narcissists would be, well, yeah, but I really am better than others. So I'm a narcissist, but I really am better than everybody else. I know your field of expertise and your studies are for the workplace, but I'm thinking you might be able to give some dating advice. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> so in the in this uh, uh, talk that you're going to take place at the uh, at the science pub, then uh, for the folks who are able to get in there, uh, this will be a, a two hour presentation. What will that look like? Um, it I'm I'm going to set the stage of what is narcissism and what are some of the flawed decisions that they make. But I am going to focus a little bit less on just how bad are they, because I think we all have a feel for how bad narcissists can be with their decision-making, and focus a little bit more on the why. So why are they having decisions that are so flawed, and what can we maybe do about it? Because if we can't do anything about it, that's a scary thought. So I'm focusing a little bit more on those areas. Well, it's been a great uh, discussion. I'm sorry it's, it's been so short, but uh, uh, we'll look forward to uh, having you on again and talking about uh, these things. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me here. Professor Tori Howes, uh, Professor of Management at OSU Cascades. She will be the speaker at uh, OSU Cascades Science Pub, which is next Tuesday, which is already sold out at Worthy Brewing. But go to osucascades.edu and uh, check out science pubs there for future topics.